0: not very really warm, no, it's very warm up. Um, great to have everybody here this morning. Um, uh, welcome whether you're here on Zoom with us or watching on YouTube. Um, uh, just the usual housekeeping rules, if you could please keep yourself on mute unless you are taking part in the service, that would be appreciated. I do have a couple of notices this morning which has flummoxed me. Uh, you should all have a notice sheet. Um uh, by email or if you haven't it's available on the website but the two notices i've been asked to highlight uh one is um Vander has asked me if i will remind everybody if you've not already recently updated your contact information please could you do that because we are about to, uh, or preparing to embark on delivering um Things for Palm Sunday and Mother's Day, um, so we just want to make sure that we've got everybody's um, uh, correct addresses. Predominantly, um, if you've got if you've got access to the uh, online form, use that. If not, if you can uh, send me an email um, with the details, uh, that would be fantastic, and I'll update it. Um, just want to make sure got everybody's right details so that's the first one the second one is colin has asked me to remind everybody if you've had the email about the selecting the easter songs or if you haven't if you want to let colin know um which of the songs um that you would like to vote for for easter sunday that would be fantastic as well um our service this morning is going to be led by Jenny, but perhaps uh, just before I hand over to Jenny, if we could just take a moment to... I um, see, uh, sorry, there is one more I've just seen a will pop up. Sorry, Helen, I, I thought there was three and I couldn't remember the other one. The third the third notice I've been asked to tell everybody about this morning is um, the past... care team in the B18, they're in the process of organizing some homemade cards to send out to various people, but actually the creating of it, they're inviting us all to take part in. So if you would be willing to have a go at making some cards, I think there's some pre-made templates or some information. If you could have a word with Helen, she will give you all of the details um, and as many people as possible um, would be fantastic to, to join in with that. So yeah, if you if you fancy, I think it could be as simple as um, colouring in or or a little picture or whatever, or as complicated as I guess you want to make it. So if you could have a word with Helen, that'd be fantastic, and um, and that's for any age at all. Um, uh, no no limits, upper or lower. Um, right. So before I hand over to Jenny. Perhaps we could just pray for 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 Jenny for for a moment and for our service this morning. So let's pray, Father. We just lift our service before you this morning. Um, we ask you to bless us all, and in particular to to bless Jenny and uh, give her the message and the words that you've got for us this morning. Um, open our ears and our hearts to hear them, um, and we. We thank you as we as we go into our service together that despite the pandemic we are able to to meet here and we look forward to meeting in person soon. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Over
1: to Jenny, thanks. Thanks, Steve. Our call to worship this morning. Come and join God at his table. Draw up a chair and find rest. Pause in your busy business to take time for God. Put down your burdens. Listen to the still, small voice. Sing praises to our gracious God. All are welcome. All gather round. Come and join God at his table. There's a seat for us all. As we gather together, Draw us to you, we pray, Lord. Loved as individuals, uniquely blessed, yet stronger together, one with you. And we pray. Wind riding God, the blue skies, the sunshine, the cool breezes, cradling falling leaves. All creation reminds us, of the delicate artist who has shaped us and all that is around us. We lift our songs of gratitude and awe to you. Servant calling Jesus, you humble our arrogance with your acts of mercy. You tip over our pretensions with your modest nature. You laugh at our hunger for power with your words of grace heart keeping spirit you bear our prayers to the throne of grace when they are only whispers in our souls you unfold the road map to show us the way to the kingdom you transform our stuttering words into praise and wonder to our God God in community, holy in one, be with us in this and every moment. Forgive us this day for choosing power over service. Forgive us for seeking glory rather than humility. Forgive us for pushing ourselves to the front when our presence is needed on the sidelines. Forgive us. Help us to know where we are needed and how best to serve you and your people. Guide us to your side, that we might be your hands of healing and compassion for a world in need. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. And Colin is going to lead us in the Lord's Prayer.
2: Should we say or read the Lord's Prayer together? Our Father in heaven,
1: Amen. Thank you, Colin. And we're going to sing our first song this morning now, Waymaker. Thank you, Tim. So we're going to listen now to both of our readings for this morning from the book of corinthians and fiona and colin are going to read these for us thank you
4: our first reading is 1 corinthians 12 verses 1 to 11 concerning spiritual gifts now about the gifts of the spirit brothers and sisters i do not want you to be uninformed You know that when you were pagans, somehow or other, you were influenced and led astray to dumb idols. Therefore, I want you to know that no one who is speaking by the Spirit of God says, Jesus be cursed, and no one can say, Jesus is Lord, except by the Holy Spirit. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by that one Spirit, to another miraculous powers, to another prophecy, to another distinguishing between Spirits, to another speaking in different kinds of tongues, and to still another the interpretation of tongues. All these are the work of one and the same Spirit, and he distributes them to each one, just as he determines.
5: Amen. Second reading is 1 Corinthians 12, verses 12 to 27. Unity and diversity in the body. Just as a body, though one has many parts, but all its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. For we were all baptized by one spirit, so as to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free. And we were all given the one spirit to drink. And so the body is not made up of one part, but of many. Now, if the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body. It would not for that reason stop being part of the body. If they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. On the contrary, those parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. And the parts that we think are less honourable, we treat with special honour if one part is honoured, every part rejoices with it. Now you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is a part of it.
1: Thank you, Carlin and Fiona. Leading worship recently, I asked those present, what have you learned from the past 12 months? One answer was, I have learnt what is most important in life. My next question was obviously, what is most important? And the person answer was people. I imagine if I stood on the streets of Warrington and asked passing folk the same question, most of this time would give me the same answer, people. We have been shown this over and over again in the last year. As the saying goes, you don't know what you've got until it's gone. With our separation from family and friends, and with millions losing loved ones, we know how important people our loved ones are to us. We have been painfully reminded to love and cherish all the more those close to us. The first lockdown showed us the people who we often overlook and their true value, which goes far beyond the monetary one placed on them by society. Shopkeepers, refuse collectors, postal workers, and yes, nurses. As we entered last summer, we were taught lessons about feeding children, caring for the vulnerable amongst us. The statistics of COVID revealed to us those so often unseen and hidden away in care homes, our society's treatment of them, the often forgotten folk who need our greater care and honour. The Black Lives movement reminded us that those people different from us have equal value and should be treated with equity, as well as the fact that people's differences are to be cherished and celebrated. Where would we be if we were all the same? As the months wore on and the pandemic continued with restrictions and isolation, we recognised this was the way of life for many people, with or without a pandemic, folk whose freedom to get out of the house was curbed for many different reasons. We learnt from them and their wisdom gained from their so-called perceived weakness. We as a nation learned to care for one another, to be neighbourly. We embraced random acts of kindness towards one another, recognising that these benefited everyone, the whole community. We experienced, as family, bubbles, communities, the need for mental health provision, doctors, nurses, carers, counsellors, support groups, and became more open with each other, talking about these needs with greater understanding and sensitivity, and we raised in our collective estimation those who worked tirelessly to meet them. Not least of all, we have learned that we are all connected far more than we ever realised or were prepared to acknowledge before. We have learned afresh that people are to be loved. But what have we learned at church? What does our faith tell us? I think a lot. Not that the lessons weren't there for us before, but that the words of scripture come alive in these times, as through the Holy Spirit they speak to us afresh. The words of Corinthians this morning are very much speaking to us as a church today. The words say, we are the body of Christ, we are all one, connected Just as a body, though one, has many parts, but all its parts form one body, so it is with Christ. The words say we are to care for each other, to respect one another. Whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free, we were all given the one spirit to drink. We hear that we all have different gifts from God. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in everyone, it's the same God at work. We are called to different roles. God has placed the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. Apostles, prophets, teachers, miracles, gifts of healing, of helping, of guidance, different kinds of tongues. Hearing this from our scriptures, knowing the different giftings and roles of those within our church, we see and understand that everyone is given their gifts and roles so that collectively we can build the kingdom and share God's love with everyone. As Paul states, now to each one the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. Our differences are to be respected and valued. The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. Our church here knows these messages and along with these, the underlying message to love one another. And like the different parts of the body Paul describes in his letter to the Corinthians, we do work for the common good. We Mm. all have a part to play and we all care for one another as the parts should have equal concern for each other. If one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honoured, every part rejoices with it. The past 12 months for the vast majority of churches has been about this caring and concern for others, loving our neighbour in very practical ways, aiming to leave no one behind, and whilst acknowledging we are all in different boats, getting everyone through the storm. It's this caring role that I now want to focus on. As Corinthians says, it has been made clear too that some God has placed in the church to care in a slightly different way to the other parts of the body, those with the gifts of healing, of helping, of guidance, what we formally call pastoral care. Today, I believe it's right to lift up this work. We all need caring for at some point. We all need to know who to reach out to, pandemic or not. We as a church want everyone to be cared for. In response to this, and building on the pastoral care we give as a church body at Thomas Risley, we are now forming a pastoral care team to oversee and carry out formal pastoral care within the church. Our church is blessed with folk who have the giftings for this. They are called to this ministry and who have the God-given skills and attitudes to carry out this ministry. I'm not sure what the analogy from Corinthians would have been for them. Perhaps they are the liver, raising the toxins and hurts from the body with the skills and ability to self-care and maintain their own well-being whilst doing so. Hmm. Maybe not. I'm not sure. The point is that we both acknowledge their giftings and the call made upon them and that we support them and their ministry. A few weeks back at our last church meeting, our update on pastoral care included a call to identify those who were the pastoral carers of our church. Thank you to all of those who offered to serve in this way and those who helped discern the call for others. This discernment has taken place and Thomas Risley's pastoral care team is about to meet for the very first time in a couple of weeks. Over the next weeks and months, those who are part of the pastoral care team will be given a list of those they will be caring for, with restrictions at the moment that will mean phone calls. Everyone will be assigned a pastoral carer. This way of working will be intentional and organised and should mean no one gets missed. Everyone will know who they can call on to, And we all, every one of us, need that at some time, someone to call on. The work of the pastoral care team is still in its infancy. Policies, guidelines and training are still being developed and arranged. Please be patient with us and we will update and talk with the church family as the work develops and progresses. So what is your role at the moment if you're not part of the pastoral care team? Well, we are all still the body of Christ called to care for one another. That doesn't change, shouldn't change. What it does mean is that as we care for one another, we know who is there to pastorally care for us. So in the first stages, I would ask that you support the newly formed team with prayer. Make sure we have your correct contact details and permission to use them. And give your pastoral carer a warm hello when they do get in touch. As time goes on, remember to reach out to your pastoral carer when you need support. If we don't know, we can't help. As Paul explains, using his picture of the body, God designed the life of the church that every part is dependent on every other. If we continue to work together in this way, each knowing and respecting the part the other plays, we can honour and care for all in our church family. Amen. Amen. And we're going to continue our worship now in prayer and pray, sorry, with the next song, Build Your Kingdom Here.
6: Come
2: Let us pray. She said you. Father, we just want to give thanks this morning for the time that we share together with you as a family. We're thankful for the light mornings and longer days and for the signs of spring and new growth. During this period of Lent, we pray that we listen to your word and wait on you. As we go on our daily walks, we pray that we see you in the people who we meet and that they see you through us. Many have used this time of Lent to give something up or to pay something forward. Lord, we pray for your world, for those who are in desperate need before the pandemic, affected by conflict, division and hunger. We especially think of those in Yemen, in Tigray, Bangladesh and Syria. We give thanks for what we have and that we are able to support the work of water aid, fair trade and food banks. But Lord, we pray for those who work tirelessly for peace and to put an end to corrupt practices which hamper deliveries of aid and just basic medical supplies. We've all given something up during lockdown. Time with our families and friends. Lord, being a part shows just how much we need one another. And how we need you, Lord. We give thanks that we're able to plan for future events that allow our church family to use their gifts. And we pray that we're fully inclusive and that we learn from others particularly those who are marginalised in our society and subjected to persecution by social media. We are all part of your eternal plan. We pray for our government and leaders and we give thanks for gifts of science and medicine that have produced vaccines and enable the vaccine rollout. But Lord, we pray for all who are yet to receive the vaccine, for those countries who have none, and for those who refuse it. But we continue with our prayers for calm and common sense, for patience of what is to come. We pray particularly for teachers as schools return, and for all our key workers. We pray for our church leaders, For Jenny and her family, for our elders and all who enable us to meet. For fellowship and sharing during Lent. We pray for those from our church family who are unwell. and We pray for all who are finding life difficult at this time. Lord, may we who are merely inconvenienced, remember those whose lives are at stake. May we who are not at risk remember those who are most vulnerable. May we who have the luxury of working at home remember those who must choose between preserving their health or going out to work for their rent. May we who have the flexibility of caring for children at home remember those who have no options. May we who have had to cancel trips, remember those who have no safe place to go. May we who are worrying about economic market margins, remember those who have no margin at all. May we who have to quarantine at home, remember those who have no home. When people are in fear, let us choose love, the greatest of gifts from you, Lord. And when we cannot physically wrap our arms around each other, let us still find ways to be the loving embrace of you, Lord, to our neighbours. Amen. Mm -hmm.
1: going to sing our final song now Cornerstone
7: In Jesus' blood and righteousness I dare not trust the sweetest frame But wholly trust in Jesus' name Christ alone, cornerstone In the Savior's love, through the storm, He is Lord, Lord. Faultless than before the th-
0: Um, in a moment we'll finish with the grace just to remind everybody there will be a prayer breakout room as usual Um, uh, today uh, it will be manned or staffed by Fiona and Dave Thurston Um, and You are also welcome to uh, hang around for a chat for a while after the service, if you wish to. Um, but if everybody wants to unmute themselves, we'll finish with the grace. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ
3: and the love of God and the fellowship grace... of the Holy Spirit be with us all. Amen. Um, oh, thank <laughs>